Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. Since my family decided that it was family time, nap time, and didn't invite me, I figured I'd pull in an episode while they're all sleeping so I don't have to stay up in the middle of the night to get the quiet that I need. And you know what? Magically, I didn't realize exactly how awake my cats are at night and how asleep they are in the daytime until right now. So there was a couple of topics that I wanted to talk about. So I'm just going to dive right in. So this isn't like a two hour long episode. The first thing that I wanted to discuss was basically about my last episode and talking about how I'm breaking down the ring. I didn't say this disclaimer in the previous episode. To be honest, I meant to kind of edit a little bit before I posted that. But I don't suggest that people start digging into sex trafficking rings and trying to find all the pieces. I was basically trying to say that I was looking into people that I personally know and finding out the different jobs to kind of give the perspective that This is how the sex trafficking rings work. It's not this big, huge conspiracy theory about a boat in the Suez Canal or an underground tunnel or the dark web and uh, an app and a whole bunch of other things. Like That's how close it is to you and that they have jobs that are strategically placed throughout the community as a way to kind of make things easier for them. Like I said, their jobs complement the ring. I do not recommend sitting here and just reporting every single realtor. Not that I'm saying any of y'all did, but it's just I wanted to make sure that that message got across. The ring that my parents are a part of and that I survived, I don't know how unique it is. Or if it is common, to be honest. I know that uh, through speaking with other survivors that some of it is not unique. Some of it is very common. And they work jobs that you wouldn't think is a job that would be affiliated with sex trafficking. But they do it because... Again, and I hate that I'm repeating myself like a 15,000 time, it complements the ring. So I just want people to understand that it really can be anyone. And that's the awareness that needs to be spread. Like right now, if I listed off every single politician that I can remember that I was trafficked to, it would not assist in taking down sex trafficking. And yes, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is a big trial, but it's not the only way to take it down. Like if she somehow is found not guilty, that the fight stops right there and that the government failed at ending sex trafficking. This isn't the be all end all of sex trafficking trial. This is just one sex trafficker and If she does go down, there's a lot that will come up in her place. We have to learn that it is everywhere, that 
It is people that are realtors, people that are locksmiths, people that are teachers. I mean, it literally could be anybody working any job. And, you know, my parents, they looked like regular normal people and they looked like they cared about their family. They cared about their community. And that's not just to the people around them. That was to me and my brothers as well. You know, when I came out with my story and everything, I had a conversation with my little brother because at the time we were still on talking terms and he said to me, and I think he said it in one of the best ways I'd ever heard. It's not that I don't believe you. It's that I'm finding it hard to believe that our parents could be those kinds of monsters. And I think that those words are so awesome in describing why some people just don't realize the things that they do because they can't believe that their family members or their friends or their child's teacher or their neighbor could be that person, could be that monster. And it's you've got to break that. You have to realize that if they are those monsters, you want to know it. You don't want to run from it. Me and my brother, we had a lot of tension because he was running from the fact that my parents were those monsters. And eventually he did come around and thankfully he went no contact with them. The last I heard he was anyways, me and my brother were not on speaking terms anymore for multiple reasons that I don't wish to share publicly, but my parents were the stem of that problem because it's like, that's just how my parents are. They cause problems with everyone. They disrupt everybody's life. And I'll get into that in another episode. But when I was saying like, we have to learn how the rings kind of work so that way we can start dismantling them. I don't mean let's go after every realtor. Let's check their business license and everything like that. But just keep your eyes peeled because the realtors that I know that are part of sex trafficking rings, they are not practicing realtors. The lawyers, they don't practice law. In fact, the lawyer that I know of that handled the illegal adoptions, they don't practice law. Nobody even knows that they have a law degree because they work in, and I'm not going to say the business, but they work in a business that doesn't require one. It's like literally the equivalent of being a cashier that has a law degree. They get their I guess, credentials or licenses or degrees or whatever, and they kind of just don't live their lives with them so people don't know they have them. So then that way, it be, you know, it can be kept on the DL. So I think, and the message that I really wanted to get across was realize that there are people out there that have links to rings and they're going to be people that you might even have in your house, but they might not be in your house because they want to kidnap you or your children and sex traffic you, but they just want to keep their business looking legitimate. 
So they go do a couple of people's plumbing, get a couple of reviews, so then they can get on the Better Business Bureau's website or something like that. So that way they kind of look like a legit business because if they look like a legit business, then there's no reason for the IRS or the authorities to investigate their business. So just keep your eyes peeled. See if there's anything that's out of place. And if there's something that just feels off to you and kind of sets your gut off, don't be afraid to report it. Because like I said, it's better to be wrong and make a report than it is to be right and do nothing. And if you honestly believe that there's something going on, that's not making a false report. Making a false report is doing it maliciously. And I 100% condemn that. And you absolutely should never do that. I mean, I've been seeing some videos on TikTok where some estranged parents, like the absent parent, are using CPS and calling on the parents that have the custody as a way for revenge. And I'm God, I've seen so many of those videos. I don't know how I got on that side of TikTok, but it's just... That is another reason that these sex trafficking rings are able to exploit CPS because there is, the caseworkers are so overloaded that, you know, I don't really know what the screening process is to work for CPS, but I imagine that the more overload that they get from those kinds of calls and other bogus calls like that my parents did on me and do on pretty much anybody that crosses their paths you know, it makes it easier for the ring to infiltrate. CPS agent, like the agency needs work. It definitely does, but they're not sex trafficking. The sex traffickers in the agency that work for the agency are. So, you know, it's just, let's try to just get as educated as we can, figure out all the workings of the ring and how they work and the things that we can see. Because once we see them, they can't hide them. And if they're not hidden, then it's easier to bring them down. So it's like, just to give an example um, of what I'm trying to say is, you know, I have a really good friend of mine and she didn't really recognize a lot of things that were in her own personal life that were very big red flags about sex trafficking until she heard my story. We became friends and started talking. And just in that, she started to see the red flags and started to see how sex trafficking was close to her. And she made the reports and she did what she had to do. And she is a She's a warrior, that woman. She absolutely is. I love her more than anything. And I'm so proud of her and everything that she's done and how much she's grown. And I just, I feel terrible the things that she went through, but she handled it like a rock star. And that's kind of what my goal here is, is to tell how my parents' rings work worked and how they act so, and, you know, just the different things about that. So that way, hopefully people can spot it in other people. I'm doing some pre-recorded interviews right now because my husband has surgery coming up next week. And 
I wanted to show I'm interviewing different people from different aspects. I'm really hoping that my friend comes on. He's a little embarrassed, understandably so. But I was friends with him while I was being trafficked. And I've had like a lot of stuff come up and I've been talking to him about it. And it's like it's clicking to him. And he's starting to see how many things he noticed that he didn't know that he was noticing. And I didn't know that it was what it was back then. It's just like, you know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. If he doesn't do the episode, I'll break everything down and do just an episode without him. But I really want to get him on and interview him so you can hear it from him because I just think it'll be all that more powerful. But... Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was TikTok. So I made a series of videos on my beautiful mistake 24 account last night. Um, I don't know if people follow that one, but that's kind of the main one that I'm using. It's the one that's in my link tree that I put in the descriptions of all my episodes, the unbroken podcast. I'm kind of just doing like, Hey, new episode up, but so There is a group of TikTok creators that are creating chaos right now. And a lot of them, one of them is a very big creator. Another one probably would be a lot bigger if he wasn't on, I think, his like fifth or eighth or whatever account. And I only got involved and it only like bothered me because a good friend of mine's name was brought into it and she is like the most amazing person in the world. The only reason my children had Christmas presents last year to open on Christmas was because of her. I was struggling. I was going through a lot of things. I was being bullied because of a um, excuse me, because of a video that I had made. It was a first video that ever got like a lot of views and I was constantly being attacked every single day and it was taking a toll on me and I just lost track of time. So she was awesome and I I knew that she wasn't involved in any of it. So I kind of did some digging and I talked with her and I, you know, I figured out a lot of things. So in this series, and I'm going to repeat like some of the things that I said was, you know, the social media platforms is where children are being targeted right now. And sexual predators and sex traffickers and all of that, they target kids there. And right now what you have is a whole bunch of grown-ass adults acting like children and bullying other adults. So you have a kid that may be feeling a bit suicidal or may feel out of place because they're part of the LGBT community in a very conservative town that's a small rural town that wouldn't accept them and they want to go to find like-minded people where they feel accepted. And you might have an abusive kid that's just trying to escape the life and escape what their parents are doing to them and maybe looking for some place or someone that understands and can tell them how to make the chaos that is their life go away and do the right thing and figure out even maybe how to report their parents. So that's what social media is for kids. And it's amazing that it is. But when you have grown adults acting the same way as the people that are hurting them, they're not going to get the support that they need. 
And it also makes them targets for predators and sex traffickers. Because I will tell you without any doubt in my mind that they are exploiting the drama that's on TikTok so they can get to the kids. Because the kids can't come to the grown adults that are supposed to be being grown adults because all they do is see them bickering back and forth and bullying them and treating them the same way that the people they're trying to escape are treating them or treating people like them. So what will a sexual predator or a sex trafficker do? They'll do what James did to me and be a confidant, be a solution, be someone that they can trust, that they can talk to. And then they work on them for months and months. And then guess what happens? They go with that person because they've built that bond. They've built that close relationship. And then that's how they're taken. Yes, kidnappings happen in sex trafficking, but it's not the snatch and grab. This is how it's done. It's through grooming. And it's was very prevalent in Ghislaine Maxwell's trial. In fact, all of them talked about how they were groomed. And this is how they do it. They become a confidant. They become someone you can trust. They become like an older sister or the cool fun aunt that they never got to have. And they use that to get the kids to build a trusting relationship with them, to confide in them and tell them their weaknesses. And they they turn around and they use it against them. And then that's how they get taken. So to all those big time TikTok creators that are sitting here creating chaos for nothing more than clout, what you're doing is you are helping sexual predators and sex traffickers groom children on an app where we actually have an opportunity to make a difference. We literally could be putting out information about grooming and we could be protecting children. But instead, it's a bunch of adults acting like a bunch of kids and you have to follow and love this person. And if you don't, then you're an enemy. And if you like that person, you're an enemy to this person because that person follows this person who follows that person and that person did this to this. It is fucking chaos. And you know what? It makes me sick to my stomach because I did a live once and I had a couple of kids in my life. I mean, they weren't kids. They were older teenagers. And one had come out that day to her parents and I was looking up resources for her. I got suckered into playing some BTS, which drew in more. But I mean, these kids were great. And they were asking questions about predators and they were asking questions about internet safety and things like that. Now, if I had been sitting there and just only talking crap about another TikTok creator because I wanted attention, like there are so many lives and videos out there doing, it wouldn't have been like this educational thing. And it wouldn't have been this good experience where kids actually learn some things. It wasn't a long live, but I enjoyed it. And I felt good because, you know, I got to help somebody feel a little bit better. And I got to give some adult advice And they got to hear it from somebody that went through it when they were their age. 
And we have the opportunity to do that. And that's not grooming. And I'm not talking about grooming kids. Like some people who say, let's get in contact with kids so we can teach kids. That's grooming behavior. This was done on accident. But we have the opportunity on TikTok to reach kids and to give them safety tips and to show them what predators look like. And you know, some actually are, except they're doing it by being predators because they're preying on weaker people that don't have huge followings, that don't have a lot of people that will back them up. And then they create these lies about them. And then you have a whole bunch of people that support them and then go after these other people. And I actually heard someone make some threats to dox people, which is a federal law, by the way. So it's like you're actually the big time creator is the predator and is the groomer and has been a problem for a long time. Um, I'm not going to say who they are, but I had it out with them probably over a year and a half ago when they barely had any followers and they were too big for their britches then and they're way too big for their britches now. But you want to keep kids safe and people ask all the time, like, how do we do that? So again, I'm going to add to the list of awareness And I know I talked about it in another episode, but it's just become more prevalent that it needs to be said again. Stop making the safe space for children where we as adults have infiltrated it and made it our own. Stop making it such a toxic place and make it an educational place. Make it a place where parents don't have to sit and look over their children's shoulders and worry if they're getting groomed. Make it where kids feel like, okay, so here's a big creator that's part of LGBT. Maybe I can reach out to them and hear their story about how they came out because they're pretty successful now and they're out in the open and they don't they don't miss a beat they don't care and they've got all this support I want that so maybe I can reach out to them and find out how did they get that and get some good advice maybe a sex trafficking survivor like myself I can make videos And a child that's being trafficked by her parents will feel comfortable reaching out and saying, hey, this is happening to me. How do I report it? And I'm able to give them some good resources. Like, we're adults now. Let's stop bickering. Let's stop fighting on a social media app and acting like you're more important than you actually are. Because most of you big time creators, like I've said before, if that app ceased to exist, you would too in a lot of people's lives. You are not a celebrity. You are not a nobody or an anybody, whatever the term is. You are just somebody that has a lot of followers on social media. You're not, you're nothing. Let's just be honest. And I'm just... Like I said, this predatory behavior that is happening by the big time creators, remember, children are watching that. And you're either teaching them how to behave or you are pushing them right into the arms of other predators that have very malicious um, desires and very malicious tendencies. And they're just not good people. They don't want good things. And they're exploiting you and your drama and your this, that, and the next thing all because you're making it easier for them. And trust me, 
they're laughing at you because you're making their jobs easier. Sex trafficking works being hidden in plain sight and the toxicity of social media, the conspiracy theories and all of that stuff just helps them hide easier because your noise is louder than what they're making. And trust me, they love that noise. So to end, I'm just going to say, let's stop the bickering. Let's be adults and let's make social media a safe place for kids. Over 20.3 million sexual exploitation reports came from Facebook alone in the year 2020. So that's the places that kids are being exploited. That's the places that kids are being groomed. And that's the places where these kids that we all claim that we want to save, and most of us truly do, that's where they are getting targeted. And if you're a big time creator, I doubt you're going to listen to this. But if you are listening, knock your shit off because I'm sorry, you are not that important in people's lives that you get to put children, especially my children and other people's children in danger because of your toxicity, your narcissism, and your need for drama and your need for attention. Stop making TikTok a breeding ground for sex trafficking. Because, I mean, I see comments where people say that TikTok was created for that, But I don't think that it was. I think that it's become such a breeding ground because of the big time creators like you, the ones that I'm talking to directly. But anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. I got to wake up my kid or else he's going to be up all night. And I will talk with y'all soon. As always, thank you for all the love and support.